I'm Father Paul Donison, and this is Praying with the Saints. Each episode will contain a shortened evening prayer service and also an opportunity for me to share a story from the life of a saint, an ordinary Christian like you and me who sought to follow Jesus in their generation. We're using the Book of Common Prayer 2019, and you can download the liturgy sheet off our website. And if you have a BCP 2019, you can turn to page 41, where evening prayer begins. But some of you will already have these words memorized. And for others, perhaps you'll simply want to listen and have these words prayed over you tonight. And we're encouraging you to share it with others. Tonight, I want to tell you about a man referred to as the most luminous and penetrating intellect between Augustine and Thomas Aquinas. This is the story of Anselm of Canterbury. Let us quiet our hearts before Almighty God. Jesus spoke to them, saying, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. Let us humbly confess our sins to Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from your ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against your holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done, and apart from your grace there is no health in us. O Lord, have mercy upon us. Spare all those who confess their faults. Restore all those who are penitent, according to your promises declared to all people in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may now live a godly, righteous, and sober life to the glory of your holy name. Amen. Hear these words of absolution. The Almighty and merciful Lord grant you absolution and remission of all your sins, true repentance, amendment of life, and the grace and consolation of his Holy Spirit. Amen. O Lord, open our lips, and our mouth shall proclaim your praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Our psalm this evening is Psalm 119, beginning at verse 161. Princes have persecuted me without cause, but my heart stands in awe of your word. I am as glad of your word as one who finds great spoils, as for lies, I hate and abhor them, but your law do I love. Seven times a day do I praise you, because of your righteous judgments. Great is the peace they have who love your law, and find in it no stumbling block. Lord, I have looked for your saving health, and have done your commandments. My soul has kept your testimonies, and I have loved them exceedingly. I have kept your commandments and testimonies, for all my ways are before you. Let my complaint come before you, O Lord. Give me understanding according to your word. Let my supplication come before you. Deliver me according to your word. My lips shall pour forth your praise when you have taught me your statutes. Surely my tongue shall sing of your word, for all your commandments are righteous. Let your hand be strong to help me, for I have chosen your commandments. I have longed for your saving health, O Lord, and in your law is my delight. 
O let my soul live, and it shall praise you, and let your judgments help me. I have gone astray like a sheep that is lost. O seek your servant, for I do not forget your commandments. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Sometimes we cannot see in ourselves what others see. Some true leaders don't see themselves as leaders until leadership is forced upon them. Let me tell you the story of Anselm of Canterbury. He was born around 1033 AD in a town called Aosta in the foothills of the Alps. And from an early age, all that Anselm wanted to do was devote himself to a life of learning and scholarship. But throughout Anselm's life, others always seemed to have different plans for him. His father was a nobleman and wanted his bright son to pursue politics, so he forbade Anselm from entering the local abbey. He tried at 15, but was not allowed because of his age and because his father didn't give consent. And so Anselm wandered Europe for several years, finally arriving at the Benedictine Abbey of Beck in northwest France, led by the famous scholar Lanfranc. Anselm could finally devote himself entirely to study under the tutelage of Lanfranc. But after only three years, Lanfranc left Beck and shortly after became Archbishop of Canterbury. After Lanfranc's departure, the monks unanimously elected Anselm to replace him as prior, which was not what he wanted, as it meant new administrative and political responsibilities. Despite his resistance, Anselm proved to be an outstanding leader, and Beck became known as the foremost seat of learning and study in all of Europe. During this time, he also wrote some of his most enduring and influential philosophical treatises, including his work called Proslogion, which presented an argument for the existence of God from reason alone that continues to be read and debated by philosophers to this present day. In that work, he coined the phrase, Fidus Quarens Intellectum, Faith Seeking understanding. This was Anselm's description of his guiding conviction that the pursuit of truth must begin with faith, and also that because it is true that Christianity can be deeply rational. At one point, Anselm asked the local bishop to take some of his administrative responsibilities so he could devote more time to scholarship, and the bishop refused and told Anselm instead that he needed to prepare himself for an even higher office. Soon, the bishop's words were proven true. In 1089, Lanfranc died, and the position of Archbishop of Canterbury became vacant. Anselm seemed the natural successor, and significant pressure was put on the English king, William II, to appoint Anselm. But neither William nor Anselm were keen on the idea. But when King William fell gravely ill and feared that his sickness may be a judgment from God in response to his behavior towards Anselm and the church, the king relented from his opposition and appointed Anselm as the next Archbishop of Canterbury. Anselm attempted to refuse to the point that the other clerics had to forcibly hold the bishop's staff against his clenched fist and carry him into the nearby church to consecrate him. Anselm proved to be as resolute a leader and reformer as he was a thinker. Conflict with the king began almost immediately, as Anselm refused to fund King William's military. Anselm said the money had already been given to the poor, 
and, quote, he disdained to purchase his master's favor as he would a horse or an ass. When Anselm's response was passed on to King William, the king replied, I hated him before, I hate him now, and I shall hate him hereafter. This reluctant yet effective leader never abandoned his call to scholarship, writing some of the most influential philosophy and theology in Christian history. He is called, appropriately, the father of scholasticism. Anselm's commitment to lead well and to encourage people to think well reminds me of the words of Romans chapter 12, verse 1. Paul writes, I appeal to you, therefore, brothers, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. This is the story of Anselm of Canterbury, the story of an ordinary saint that God empowered to impact his generation with the gospel. May his story inspire you and remind you that God is still in the business of empowering ordinary saints today. Let's confess what we believe in the words of the Apostles' Creed, saying together, I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Lord, have mercy upon us. Christ, have mercy upon us. Lord, have mercy upon us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show your mercy upon us, and grant us your salvation. O Lord, guide those who govern us, and lead us in the way of justice and truth. Clothe your ministers with righteousness, and let your people sing with joy. O Lord, save your people and bless your inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord, and defend us by your mighty power. Let not the needy, O Lord, be forgotten, nor the hope of the poor be taken away. Create in us clean hearts, O God, and take not your Holy Spirit from us. A Collect for Peace O God, the source of all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works, Give to your servants that peace 
which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey your commandments, and that we, being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness through the merits of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. A collect for aid against perils. Lighten our darkness, we beseech you, O Lord, and by your great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night. For the love of your only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. A Night Prayer Keep watch, dear Lord, with those who work or watch or weep this night, and give your angels charge over those who sleep. Tend the sick, Lord Christ. Give rest to the weary. Bless the dying. Soothe the suffering. Pity the afflicted. Shield the joyous. And all for your love's sake. Amen. Let us conclude this evening with colic number 89 for Seeking God, a collect written by Anselm of Canterbury, page 672 of the prayer book. Teach me to seek you, and as I seek you, show yourself to me. For I cannot seek you unless you show me how, and I will never find you unless you show yourself to me. Let me seek you by desiring you, and desire you by seeking you. Let me find you by loving you, and love you in finding you. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all evermore. Amen. This concludes this evening's podcast, and I'm glad you joined us for Praying with the Saints. If this prayer podcast has blessed you, we encourage you to subscribe at ChristChurchPlano.org. And we encourage you to share this with your friends. I'm Father Paul Donison, and I'm looking forward to praying with you next time. Until then, I pray that you would have a peaceful night and a perfect rest.